Well, it's good to see you today. Thank you so much for, uh, for coming. Uh, thank you so much for uh, populating. Hey, man, that really allows me to see you. I tell you what, praise God for that. Uh, give yourselves a, a hand clap of praise just for being here in the house of the Lord today. Amen. Amen. God is, uh, he really is good. And he's been, uh, he's been especially good to me and my family. I, uh, I thank you, Pastor David, uh, so much, man. I appreciate you. Uh, uh, thank you for just uh, allowing me uh, to speak to your people. And, uh, and I'm grateful to you all today for allowing me to be here. I want us just to, uh, just to be able to worship the Lord in, in spirit and in truth and uh, allow him to move in this place like he wants to move today. Amen? Amen. And uh, I, 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 I don't have my mom here with me, so I, I, I need a little amen crowd. Y'all need to kind of talk to your brother a little bit. It would, uh, it would certainly help things out and get us out of here a whole lot quicker. It would. Amen. <laughs> amen. Uh, it's um, it's uh, Super Bowl Sunday morning, and I, and I know y'all don't really care anything about football, but I just feel led by the Spirit just to... Uh, find out just how many uh, Tampa Bay Buck fans. Do we have any Buck fans in the house? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel you. Okay. Uh, what, about, uh, what about Chiefs? Do we have any KC Chiefs? Amen. Boy, hey, okay. That's getting, that's getting warm. That's okay. You know, I used to be, uh, have the privilege of serving um, as, the, uh, as the pastor for the Chiefs. Uh, some time ago, brother, I had a slide somewhere. I don't know if you can uh, help me find that, but uh, we had a uh, had a time with the Chiefs. I golly, as a matter of fact, um, this is a Pro Bowl shot here, and uh, a few of these guys have have or have already made it into the the Hall of Fame, and and uh, certainly a few more will. But uh, uh, but that's us over in Hawaii, just kind of just hanging out a little bit. But uh, had a chance to really spend some time with those guys, and and. Uh, I tell you what, um, uh, there's a there's a, a picture of a, of a of a smoker man. I don't know somewhere back there. I wonder could you help me out there? I tell you what, you'd be amazed uh, at the friends this thing here will really make. You know, it really it really does a great job. And uh, and so if you if we have any 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 uh, pit masters in the house, man, I really need to see you after service. I could really use a little help. Really could. But I tell you what, the Lord brought us, and I'm just trying to show you that because the Lord took us away from Houston and uh, took us to Kansas City back in the year 2000. And uh, September, October, November 2000, and, uh, and then uh, I was cut by the Chiefs, I guess, in, in mid-06, and, and, uh, and then uh, an, a door opened up here in Houston, and my coach at that time, Dick Vermeil, understood that and knew that, and, and then... Uh, opened some doors and, 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 and just uh, opened up uh, an opportunity for us to return back home. And, uh, and so I also have had the privilege of being uh, the Texans chap, I guess, for 15 seasons now. And if you would, brother, yeah, give me that picture. I tell you what, that's kind of what we do uh, in the locker room, man, uh, after a game, you know. And, and, uh, and so... Uh, God has been really good, but as Omar said earlier, there are people, no matter where you stand as it relates 
to this game, there are people, real people, that play this sport that need to know about the power and the saving grace that our Lord Jesus Christ delivers. They need that. They really need that. And so I just, I just pray, I pray that you would have it into your, in your heart and that the Lord would move and allow you just to pray that there are guys, there are, there are guys uh, on, on every team on a part-time basis or possibly a full-time basis who are serving these gentlemen and their families. We need your help. We need your prayer support. We really do. And so I just wanted to share that, share that with you this morning. Um, but, but, you know, the, the, the most fun, you know, we, you've seen us smoking on the pit and, 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 and over at the Pro Bowl, but the, but, the, but the joy that I have and the privilege that I have is to share Jesus Christ with brothers who've heard him. And so we, we clarify that. But there are some brothers who have never heard him or their families. And we've had the privilege of allowing them and leading them to the, to the Savior and pointing them to Christ and, and allowing them to lay their trust in his strength and guide their families. So we need your prayers in that particular area. Um, I thought I might say that, but I, I don't think I will. But you know what? How many of you made it through 2020? Can I see your hands? <laughs> Man, I tell you what, if, if I don't see your hands, this is bad news, I tell you what. All right, maybe you didn't realize you made it, okay? All right, but you know, tough, tough year. Really tough year, you know. Many people were affected in many different ways. There's no question about it. We've dealt with all kinds of issues and, and, and we've overcome all kinds of hurdles. We really have. <laughs> but I'll tell you something else that 2020 really revealed to, to us. <laughs> it revealed this, that just how shaky and uncertain <laughs> this world really is. It really is. You see, in a, in a volatile, fickle world where, where stock markets crumble, <laughs> houses burn to the ground, mm, and acquaintances <laughs> with a flinch betray our trust, 2020 has proved once again that God's word is the only stable foundation that we have, the only stable foundation, amen? You see, the, 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 the only rock that will not shift or crumble, regardless of the circumstance, you know, God doesn't crack under pressure. He really doesn't. He doesn't. You know, and, and, and he can't be intimidated or he can't be spooked. Huh. Promises that he's made He's able to deliver. And the promises are, are, are yes and yes in Christ. They really are. And so, you know, I, I look and, 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 and it seems like such a short period of time, but, 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 but 
it just seems like, man, it was just a week ago that we were celebrating New Year. And we look back, and man, we're five years, five weeks into 2021. But I'd like to take the opportunity today, because your pastor has, has allowed me, to both encourage you, but also challenge you. Also challenge you. In uh, I, I, I'd like to uh, address uh, a, a particular practice that will that will elevate your lives and my life and your lifestyles. Um, it'll, it really will uh, elevate that. I, I tell you what, to to, to just a, a, an exponential level. And what I'm talking about is, I, I, I want to talk to you just for a little bit about pursuing, or I guess you might say the practice of pursuing God. Repeat that with me. The practice of pursuing God. That's what we want to talk about for just a few moments, if you would. So I'm going to ask you, if you would, if you turn into your Bibles or into your phones or, 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 or wherever you need to turn, I'm going to just ask you to turn, uh, if you would, to Psalm 42. Psalm 42, I'm reading out of the ESV translation today. Amen? Amen? When you've got that, please say amen. 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 And this is the word of the Lord. As a deer pants from flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. Verse 2, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. And so ends our reading today. If you would, would you just pray with me? Father in heaven, we trust you today. We thank you for these tender moments. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that you would speak. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would move in and about this place, that you would have freedom to touch and to convict and to help us, Father, uh, confess uh, that you would have your way today. We pray, Father, that you would speak, that your words, though I may be saying ABC, Father, you might be saying XYZ. Help us to hear that. And then we pray, Father, that, that there would be hearts today that would turn their lives over to you. We trust you today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, amen, amen, amen. Um, wow. Uh, <sighs> I need you. I need you to just track with me for a little bit this morning. And I'm going to ask you if you would just to remove everything from your mind for just just a short brief moment and I'm going to just ask you just, just to rely on, on, on that sanctified imagination 
that you've got there and, 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 and just follow me for just a little bit. I want you to picture a deer. But not any, just, just any old dealer, but a frantic, frightened deer. And this deer is, is, is fleeing. It's, it's fleeing a threat. Because they're pursuing it are some hound dogs and they're, and they're yiping and yelling and, roo, 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 and they're after this deer and, and this deer is just stepping stepping out but his, his, his heart is just throbbing breathing short breaths, quick breaths panting from sheer exhaustion from sheer uh, 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 desperation the heartbeat. Can you see it? See it. That's what's going on. Almost this heart, almost jumping out of its chest. And he's looking, this deer is looking for, his scripture says, streams of water. Streams of water to soothe the, the, a, a, a gaping thirst. He's looking. He's looking, and, and, and the psalmist pauses and makes a comparison. He makes a comparison, and, and, and he says this, that just like that deer, just like that panting deer, almost dying of thirst, he says, He longs, he longs for the living God. He goes on and he clarifies, he, he seeks to clarify that point further and he, and he says that, that, that my soul is thirsty. My soul is, is, is thirsty for God and God alone. Hear that. He says nothing else, nothing else will satisfy. It's the real God, the true God. You see, yes, you see, he's saying, I'm not, I'm not looking for some lifeless idol. But I'm searching. I'm seeking the true, the true God. I want him above everything else. That's what the psalmist is saying. And so my question to you is this, my, my question today is this, hmm. what else, what else is there competing in your life against this immense desire inside of you to know God more than anything else. What's competing there? You want to ask yourself that question. Could it be a job? Could it be, could it, could it, could it be uh, 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 a date? Could it be uh, uh, the, the, the next meal? What is it competing there that would hold you back from, from, from checking out that desire? Don't miss this. 
we're talking about the pursuit of God. And, and, and the pursuit of God commences, it begins with a miraculous, life-changing work that's done, that's done on the inside of the heart of every man or woman or boy or girl. It's a special work. It's a special work. You see, the pursuit of God starts with one's acceptance of Jesus Christ. Make no mistake about it. Amen, brother. I hear you, man. I'm, I'm getting fired up about that. I really am. You see, it, this, this acceptance, watch this, this acceptance is not based on an individual being baptized when they're an infant. This acceptance is not based on someone laying their hands on a mom's stomach and praying for that individual and praying for that baby prior to that baby being born. But it's accepting, I want you to understand that, 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 that Jesus Christ, God's son, Emmanuel, God with us, we were just celebrating that about six or seven weeks ago. But Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. And he's come to earth to bear your sins and, and come to bear my sins. He did that. Yes, he did. He did that. You see, and, and, and so you know what? Those mistakes that you really don't want to discuss with anyone, uh, th th that emptiness that just... You can't seem to shed it. Mm. That hurt. But you seem like you just can't overcome. I want you to know that Jesus Christ came and he paid the price with his blood for all of that. He paid for every bit of it. And listen, he, he came not only just to pay for it, but he also came in order that he might give you and I full access to God the Father. I, I said he came that he, you might have full access. That, 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 that means no interruptions. It, 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 it means no limitations, no boundaries. God has gifted us with himself. And Jesus paid the full, the full price for that gift. Hebrews 4, 16 says something like this. He says, let us then with confidence draw near. In another translation, he says, let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we might find mercy help in time of need. I, I'm just wanting you to see that the, the first step to pursuing God is accepting the one who paid the price so that we could commune with God personally. It was Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ who did that. Amen. So I, I want you to see here that accepting Christ is so simple and yet it's so very 
essential. Please don't miss that. So near, near the end of the service, which is coming here real soon, the end of the service, we're going to share how those of you who've never accepted Christ can do so. And perhaps there are some others that have, that have, that have accepted him, but you're looking for a church home. We're going to give you the opportunity uh, to do that uh, as only our pastor can, can, can do that. But we're going to give you that opportunity in just a few moments, but I've just got just a few more things, a few more things to share with you. We said that, that this following, this, this um, uh, pursuit, it's, it, it's, it's important. It's, it's paramount. And I won't stay here very long, but I just want you to see that, that you know, this, this thing about pursuing God, what does it mean to pursue him? What does it mean? It means to follow him closely. He said to some disciples, follow me. Follow me and I'll, I'll make you fishers, fishers of men. Pursuing him, pursuing his presence. Here's one thing, by by, 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 by prioritizing who he is. This is a, a, a pretty fairly straightforward point, but, but Matthew 6.33 says this. It says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, all of these extra things will be added unto you. You see, we're to seek the things of God as opposed to seeking first the things of this world. Now, there's nothing wrong with some of the things, but the priority should be seeking him and his kingdom. Do you see that? That's all we're saying there. That's all we're saying there. And so we're, we want to pursue him and pursue his presence by prioritizing him. The second thing we want to do, we want to pursue God's presence through prayer. Now, someone has, has said this. Someone has said this before. They've said this, that when we pray, we talk to God. We communicate with him. When we read his word, the Bible, he talks to us. Would you agree with that? If you agree with that, say amen. Amen, amen. That's just how it is. You see, God talks to us. When, when we are pursuing God, we need both of those. We need the freedom and to be able to talk to him. But there are times that we also, it's imperative that we listen and allow him to talk to us. That's how that situation goes. It's, it's hard to depend upon someone with whom you cannot communicate with, okay? It's, it's, just, it's just difficult. It's difficult. But that's what we're saying. And over, over and over and over again, the Bible tells us, the Bible tells us to seek God. Now, I bring, I bring this whole idea of seeking God, and I'm going to try to cut to the chase on this, because the, this idea of seeking him and pursuing him those terms are used interchangeably. Okay? They're used interchangeably. You see, why is it that we need to seek him? And I had a question, you know, you know, 
and maybe you've thought it before as well. Is God hiding from us? The answer to that is no. He's not hiding at all. As a, as, as a matter of fact, you know, uh, uh, the reason that he wants us to seek him is so that we can find him. It's kind of like, uh, um, maybe we could say kind of like hide and seek. Now, I remember when I was young, I would, I would sometimes play hide and seek with, 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 with my older sister. And, and, uh, and, and you know, and, and she knew I didn't have a clue. And so she would hide in places that I could find her. And if I just happened to stumble past that place, she might stick her foot out in order that I trip over her. I, I'm talking to you and I'm telling you, that's the way our God is. He wants and invites you and I to find him, okay? He wants us to find him. And so the Hebrew word for, for seek, is, 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 it means to search, to search out by by any means necessary. And the Greek word, okay, uh, for, for this same word uh, supports this whole idea that God wants to be found. Are you seeking him today? Are you pursuing him today? Are you really looking with all your might? Saying, Father, I, I, I want to know you. I want to talk to you. Father, I want you to talk to me. He's available. And you know what? He's so good. You know, he desires. We, we ask him for all sorts of things, and, 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 and he gives us that. But I want you to know that, that he desires to know you and I in such a more intimate way. And I'm not going to take the time today to, to, to talk about knowing him face to face, but I just want you to know that he wants to meet you right where you are. But I want you to know that he loves you too much to leave you there. And so he's just saying, he's saying, would you, would, would, would you pursue me? Would you seek my face? Would you want to know who I am? And then there's pursuing God's presence through, hum through humility. Now, you all, I tell you what, man, we just kind of hit and miss things as it relates here. You know, we really do. It's just, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of tough. I, I, I know in Scripture that, that there were two men, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. I believe this is found over, over uh, I believe somewhere around Luke 18 and and, and, and they both went to the temple and they were praying and, and, the, and the Pharisee was talking about things of, you know, God, you know, I, I do this and I do that and I pay my tithes and, and, and I do all of these things. And while he was over bragging about all of the great things that he was doing, then here was this other man beating his chest. Beating his chest. Humble before the Lord. Lord, me, a sinner. Scripture asks the question, which person do you think left that temple 
having met with God. And if you say, well, man, the, the brother that, that was beating his chest, pounding his chest, you're right. But you know, pride has a way of getting in the mix. And if we're not careful, pride and an, an unhumble spirit can allow us and to force us to miss some of God's greatest gifts to us. There was a um, there was a grandfather that was that was being um, interviewed, and he said that his first grandchild. had a difficult entry into this world. This grandchild was faced with his head in the wrong position while in the womb around delivery time. And there are mothers here who can obviously testify to this and, and understand exactly what I'm talking about. It can make for a difficult and lengthy delivery, amen? Amen. I know I can hear y'all ladies, y'all kind of talk to me though, okay? Oh, but, but, but this is the case. This young man was, was, was faced, or this baby was faced, facing the wrong way. His head, her head, his or her head was in the wrong position. And it made things really tough for the baby. And it made things really tough for the mom. Now, I want you to hear me today. Sometimes, if we're not careful and if we're not tightly pursuing the Lord, our heads, too, can be in the wrong position. And we can get this air, you know, this, this neck, you know, just, just, you know, head high in the air, in the wrong position. And it can make spiritual life tough. I'm here to ask you today to come before the Lord with our head down. in a position of humility, in a position that says, Lord, I want to trust you. Father, I want to do what you want me to do. And so I'm just going to ask you just to pray with me just right now. Allow the Spirit to move upon your heart. Listen, you have come here, you've sat through and you've enjoyed music and, and you've tolerated me, but right now is the most important moments of this service. And so I'm just going to just ask you to just bow and just pray right where you are. Ask the Lord, what is he saying to you right now? And 
Father, we thank you. We thank you right now for speaking to us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that through the power of your Spirit, you've taught us. And so we're listening to you. Help us to understand what to do. In Jesus' name.